Hey, welcome to Therapy Swag Radio, uh, helping you turn your minor setbacks into major comebacks, a short cast specifically dedicated uh, to helping with minority mindset shifts. Wake up. So today I'll be diving into a highly controversial and sensitive topic as I always love to do. Strike the emotions and feelings of so many of you viewers. Uh, police brutality and the fight for this justice for families of victims. Uh, this is an issue that has sparked nationwide protests and has um, kind of really just sparked intense debates. And I'm about to have one with myself about the role of law enforcement in our society, but more so how victims' families deal with the loss of their uh, loved one due to police brutality or misconduct. That is the premise of this episode today. So we'll be exploring the legal strategies used by social justice lawyers to help families of victims receive compensation and how the media is used to shape public opinion and increase the chances of achieving justice, quote unquote, justice. And, you know, really justice is, um, you know, getting these people fired or in prison, fired and imprisoned in prison is the goal. And then uh, I'm going to get into the biggie that it just really bugs the crap out of me and that's financial compensation um so buckle up and get ready for the the for a thought-provoking and very informative discussion and and quick disclaimer i am not victim blaming (laughs) i am going to trigger some folks today i'm going to let you know this right off the bat look is is not going to be fun and games i'm your host therapy swag a.k.a. Jeremiah J. Rankins. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and I'll be right back after this brief message. Hey, if you're a first-time listener to uh, Therapy Swag Radio, I want you to head over to therapyswag.club, click on products. There is a book there. And it's a link to Amazon and you can order that book. You can send it to a loved one. If they are incarcerated, send it to their facility. If someone has children, make sure that you send that book to them because not only is it just a read, it's an intervention for both uh, parents and their children, teenagers. It's also an intervention for those who want to turn their minor setback into major comeback. I tell my story of how I did it, and I give you the skills, tools, tricks, and strategies on how you can do the same thing. So be sure to head over to therapyswag.club, click at the link at the very top that says products, order that book for yourself or a loved one, and make sure it is put to use. Thank you. I think I I should start off by saying that um, I'm really sorry for the families who not just Tyree, but, uh, you know, all the families who have lost their son or their daughter uh, to, you know, the police brutality or the negligence or the misconduct of police officer law enforcement. I think first and foremost, I I need people to understand that I do care and I am sorry how things turned out. Like I'm especially with the whole Breonna Taylor. I'll touch on that a little bit. Um, You know how it's just sad. You know, law enforcement, we we put our trust and our confidence in them uh, to do something 
for the community to protect us from harm, danger, and evil. And, um, you know, to see them behave in such manner with the video footage, it, it's kind of disheartening. Uh, like, how can you trust uh, those who are supposed to be protecting us, who we are supposed to trust? It's just, it's kind of difficult. So um, it's very sad, you know, and not only that, I couldn't imagine watching my son uh, getting beat down or shot defenseless you know, against, you know, five, six people or uh, with his arms behind his back, hands up. Like, it, it's just, and you can't do anything as a parent. I, I think about that as well. So there's a lot to, that I consider uh, when, when I think about the suffering that these families go through. It, it, it really, it really does strike me some type of way. But, um, you know, I, I'm going to be talking about how... Uh, uh, let me just tell you, I'm going to talk about how families pursue um, the civil litigation lawsuits against uh, the departments, uh, against the cities, because of the malpractice of their employees and how they seek to um, receive damages in the financial um in, in, in the financial compensation aspect of it. So, you know, that, that really interests me. It really does interest me. And then I'm going to, I'm going to hit on <laughs> what parents, what, what brothers and sisters and, and what other loved ones should do. They should do, um, you know, in the event that their children are living a risky lifestyle or uh, their children are, or their brother, or sister, or um, you know, you know, their child is is just out in the streets, and you know, they're known to to engage in some risky behaviors. Okay, uh, and I say that I say that I, I think of about George Floyd. Right, he he went to jail. He was. Uh, he's gotten in trouble. He's been to prison several times. And uh, although he was an older man, um, you know, I, I just think about his criminal background and how much he was in the streets and how risky he was. And a lot of people don't know that side of his personal and and rightfully so, because that had nothing to do with him being killed by police officers. So I'll get into that a little bit later, folks. But let, let's just get into it. OK, I'm going to share something with you all and then I will. Uh, kind of uh, <clears throat> nail down my original point. Okay, let's start with George Floyd. The city of Minneapolis in March 2021 agreed to pay the family of George Floyd $27 million in settlement. Okay, uh, for his wrongful death when he was in uh, the, the custody in May of 2020. Now, it's the largest ever for a police brutality case. And as you could imagine, rightfully so, because of how much, um, you know, impact this caused, right across the world, not just in Minneapolis, but across the world, across the globe, literally across the globe. So because of the outrage um, it was a settlement. Didn't go to court, didn't go to trial, didn't do anything like that. Let's sit down in the office and let's discuss how we're going to compensate you for this brutal death of your father, of your son, of your 
cousin, brother, uncle. $27 million in settlement to the family. Uh, Brianna Taylor in Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky, 2020, September, agreed to pay $12 million to her family following her death at the hands of police officers in March that same year. Um, that settlement was also one of the largest ever in a wrongful death case uh, involving police shooting. Um, Eric Gardner, he died in the custody of police in New York City in 2014. His family, 5.9. Michael Brown, in March 2016, uh, Missouri Ferguson agreed to pay $1.5 million in settlement funds to the family following his death in August 2014. So two years later, that family received compensation. So, you know, I'm not too, I don't really care that families get compensation. I, 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 that's not my, my deal. Okay. But what I've noticed, and this is a trend across all tragedies, uh, you know, accidents that happen, whether it's vehicle, 18 wheelers, whether it's, um, wrongful death, whether it's, um, I mean, you name it. Whenever there is a disaster, whether it's a national, a natural disaster, uh, people do what they can to solve, resolve the issue with money. I'm suing. Um, I'm going to file insurance claim. I don't know. Whatever the tragedy is, money. Let's let's get this money for it. We deserve to get paid. So you lost you lost a loved one, and you know. <laughs> Let's let's look back to, to 9-11. The 9-11 attack, um, World Trade Center, lots of people died. Not just the World Trade Center, I'm sorry, but you know, with all the attacks in the airplanes, like there were so many people who died on that one day from that the the terrorist attacks. Not everybody, let, let's just say in the World Trade Centers, because there was different places. Hmm. So just the world trade center not everybody received equal compensation why because the insurance adjuster said and this is this is horrible but this is the reality of the situation they put price tags on each and every single person i talked briefly about this with the um uh the basketball player who got caught up in russia her life is not her life is more valuable than a lot of other americans lives okay there's several people who are incarcerated maybe unjustly, maybe justly across the world. And families are like, hey, get my loved one, please, president, president, president. Brittany Geiner gets national attention and we go get her out. So price tags are different for everybody. Let's don't let's don't sugarcoat that. We are not treated or seen equally ever. Stop that. And so, um, you know, in this situation, in the World Trade Center, not every family received the equal amount of money from their loved one being killed that day. I say that because when we look at um, the victims of a, a lot of these, um, the, a lot of these um, people who have been wrongfully killed by at the hands of police uh, negligence or malpractice or uh, just killed. 
when we look at this, the compensation comes from trying to quiet the situation, ease the pain of the family. No, quiet the situation. We messed up. Our officers messed up. Okay. Okay. Chill, chill. Uh, here's 27 million. Okay. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Here's 5 million. Hey, 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 I'm sorry. Is that good? Is, is that you see where I'm coming with this? 1.5 million. Hey, look, your son was actually doing this and he did this. I mean, 1.5. I think that's, that's fair, right? Cause he wasn't all the way. It's funny. It's it just baffles me. And I, I try to wait a little while to release this video. But at the same time, I wanted it still to be fresh on people's minds about what happened, because it's going to happen again. Someone else is going to die, um, you know, at the hand of police misconduct or brutality. And it's going to get caught on tape, whether it's the body cam or someone with the cell phone. It's going to happen again and again and again, unfortunately. So, you know, I, I say all that because I find it extremely interesting. I find it very, very interesting. It strikes my interest. How we, we see this every single time they bring it to public outrage. I'm pissed off. They killed my son. They killed my brother. I get that. Let's call Crump. So they bring in Crump. Y'all who don't know who Crump is, y'all look him up. They call Crump. He comes in. Why? Because as soon as he calls a news conference, uh, a press release, I should say, he's going to get the, the news to come out for sure. When Crump comes into town, it's guaranteed to go national. Guaranteed. Crump will probably never listen to my podcast, but I'm, I'll tell you this. I can only hope and wish that Crump is... Um, training four or five young, young leaders to follow his footsteps. Like, like real, real talk. Like we see your face everywhere. You better be teaching young black men like yourself, four or five, at least how to do the same thing that you are doing. Otherwise, you're just profiting off of these families, bringing them, quote unquote, justice by filling their pockets. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Crump, but he's he's in every time that there's a big issue. We can we can bet money our life that Crump is going to be there. Why? Because Crump is going to bring the money he's going to bring publicity he's going to bring the eyeballs he's going to bring attention the quote-unquote awareness check this out so social justice lawyers crump often use a variety of legal strategies to help families of victims of br police brutality receive their you know their compensation i see just based off of my observation what i see i don't i don't I don't really pay attention to what the public pays attention to, right? They they look at the story, they hear Crump, they they listen to the 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 the, uh, the sound bites of you know the anger and the angle that they're te they, they want to know details about what happened. Like that is the for the the average listener, they want to know what happened and why they should be pissed off about it. They don't. There, there's so much that goes beyond 
what's happening though. The news conference is an angle to get the civil lawsuit. You have to find fault in the department. They were wrong. Once they find fault that they were wrong, then we can pursue civil litigation. This is based off of what I've seen. I'm not an attorney, but based off of what I've seen, even in the school district, your child was wrongfully accused or got in trouble for this or uh, got hurt by a teacher. You got to find evidence first that they were at fault. Once they were at fault, try to get the school district or the department to say that, yes, we messed up. Once they admit that they messed up, then you can pursue a, a civil lawsuit. Once you get the civil lawsuit, now you can seek financial compensation. If they admit that they are at fault, then it's easier to settle outside of court and you don't have to go through the years and years and years of litigation. <laughs> it doesn't take an attorney. It doesn't take an attorney nor a rocket science to see what happens whenever there is a tragedy that takes place. Civil, uh, civil rights law lawsuits, lawyers, may file a civil rights lawsuit under federal or state law alleging that police officers involved in the incident violated the victim's constitutional rights. Once that is established, they can move forward um, with the, a wrongful death lawsuit. Lawyers may file a wrongful death lawsuit alleging that the police officers were responsible for the victim's death through their actions or inactions, negligence. This type of lawsuit can result in financial compensation for the victims. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe that there should be comp financial compensation, but I don't believe that people should be getting rich. They should not get filthy rich because of police brutality. I, I just That's just my personal opinion. Uh, every time that this happens... Folks are looking for a reason to sue, not just to get justice, meaning get those people locked up and held accountable for what they did to their loved one, but to get paid. We can't we you think about this. I, I, I use Kobe Bryant's family, his wife, for instance. Filthy rich, stupid rich, her children's children's children, great, great, great grandchildren will be wealthy unless, you know, you know, somebody messes off the, 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 the family, you know, money. But for the most part, the stupid rich already hundreds of millions of dollars. We know that Kobe Bryant went down in an airplane. They had to find fault. The pilot should have never been flying in the conditions. Boom. All these air. Now we have grounds for what we're talking about today. So they seek compensation on top of all of that damage that happened, on top of all of that potential money that Kobe Bryant could have made for his family. On top of all of that, one of the people first on the scene, responders, first on the scene took pictures and sent it to people. So uh, lots of messed up stuff that happened in that besides Kobe Bryant dying and his family and his daughter and other people that were in that uh, helicopter. But she's, she was seeking financial compensation as well, as if the money would heal her pain. I don't understand it. You have money to get therapy for what happened. So let's don't say, I posted something similar to this topic on my social media and someone says, oh, so the families can get therapy as long as, you know, for the rest of their lives if they need it. 
And I'm telling you, that's bullshit. I guarantee you these families are not going to receive therapy, even though they have the financial means to for the rest of their lives for their loved one dying. But I don't know that, but it's speculation, whatever. But I, I don't know. But this debunks that when you have uh, Kobe Bryant's wife, who is a stupid millionaire, stupid, stupid, stupid money. Like she don't need the money. She wants to get justice. Stop that. So uh, uh, not everybody is the same. Not not I, I, I'm not speaking for everybody, but at the same time, I just, you know, I, I just kind of find it hard to believe. People are seeking financial compensation off their loved ones being killed unjustly. I get that. I just I don't know if they should become filthy rich because their loved one died. I just I, I just don't know how I feel about that. Judge me if you want to. So you have the police brutality settlements, the money, and then you get the criminal trials, lock them up in jail. I mean, basically, that is what I've seen, what we have seen. If you follow through, like we can right now follow this Tyree case. OK, civil rights lawsuits. They they got locked up, uh, wrongful death lawsuit, police brutality. settlement. the money comes in and then criminal trials, which is going to take maybe a year or two. Every single time. Why do we seek financial compensation? So much financial compensation when our loved ones are killed at the hands of police. I think it's a way for us to get rich. It's, it's another get risky. We see this in 18 wheeler accidents. Um, you know, growing up, I, I didn't live around the most rich people in the world. So I lived amongst people who were, you know, in poverty, below the poverty line. And you know, they would get their kids. I knew two different families who would get their kid who have done this and some did it more than one time. would get their kids, put them in the car and slam on the brakes in front of 18 wheelers. I'm not saying that that was right. I'm not saying that um, this is the cultural you know, value and in lower income communities. But get rich schemes. They, they this is I feel like. This is one. I'll be right back after this brief, brief message. I'm going to take a break and I want y'all to process what I just said. Ooh, this is stinging right now. This is pissing some people off. Hey, loyal listeners, listen up. I do thank you for listening to today's episode, but I want to give you a friendly reminder to take care of yourself mentally and emotionally. If you know this current episode is triggering you or it's rubbing you the wrong way, feel free to stop listening at any time. The views and opinions on this episode, this show, and all shows in Therapy Swag Radio are mine and not a reflection of my professional license or associated businesses that I own and operate. Please listen with, with caution and you know, parental advisory is always encouraged when children under the age of uh, 16 years old are listening. Thank you. Okay, folks, I might cut a little bit deeper. I might cut just a little bit deeper. Uh, I hope you heard my disclaimer during our commercial break. But listen, we're back and I'm going to cut a little bit deeper. Dear black men, my message to black men, dear black men, black men specifically, dear black men, stop running from police. First of all, stop, stop running from police. Take this whooping. 
as when when I say whooping, if if you got felonies or you know you were in the wrong, um, take it like a man. Get arrested. Uh, stop resisting arrest. That's two, right? Stop running. And then once you get apprehended and you are being restrained, like you, they're putting the handcuffs on you. Stop resisting. Wait, officer. I need. Can we just man to say right out? Stop that. And lastly, stop crying for mom. Stop crying for your mothers. For me, that's the that's the most embarrassing thing to watch. I was doing a therapy session with a young kid. Um, man, this was this was tough. This was tough. And this was a hard kid. He was a tough kid. He was he was, you know, he was in the streets kind of and you know, he had that mentality. And his uh loved one got killed and he looked me in my eyes and he said, "I just hope he didn't beg for his life." Like that's some gangster ass shit for a kid. I'm like, "Damn." And so, uh, you know, I, I almost, almost teared up for the fact that, you know, there's something deeper underneath that that uh, that needed to be kind of processed. And we, we went into it a little bit. But the fact that out of all the things that happened, I hope he didn't beg for his life. And so <clears throat> maybe that's like maybe that's in me in this situation, like begging for your mama, like you're a grown man. And you made all these poor decisions to lead up to this situation. And then you beg for mom, you cry for mom. So maybe that's an issue that I have that I need to check. I recognize that. But at the end of the day, that bothers the ish out of me. Like you're grown, you're an adult. I'm, I'm going to tell you my story here in a minute, y'all. I was 17 years old. I was I was a young man. This is my second time watching this on a national on a national uh, basis. You know, where a black man, big black man, George Floyd, broke the law, was apprehended, trying to resist arrest and, uh, hey, make it off me, gets apprehended and screams for mama when they get in some deep shit. It just bothers me. This this right here cannot start trending. I, I feel like, you know, it, it, we just can't get to that level to where I can't breathe is something that we're going to start saying whenever police officers apprehend us. Unless it's it's accurate, unless it's true. <clears throat> and then screaming for mama, like we cannot start this trend. It does so much damage for us in our community. We can't do that. It's not the fact that they're screaming for their mother. It's the fact that they did all these things prior to. And then once you get into trouble because of the poor decisions you make, you cry for mom. There's so much to unpack there. That cannot start trending. You show irrational thinking to run from police in the first place. Do people get away? Absolutely. Not on foot. Not so much. They don't get they, uh, they don't get away on foot that much, but on motorcycles, uh, on cars, yeah, they get away a lot more often than people the the public think. <clears throat> Back in the day, they used to have the uh, the show Cops, 
what you gonna do when they come for you bad boys bad boys and they always show people getting caught and the reason for this is because they were sending a message to the public that if you run for police you're going to get caught so stop running right we always win the blue always wins so that's the message that they were sending out there and then it was entertaining to kind of see to watch it, it pissed me off when i was in prison <clears throat> five years there were men who wanted to watch that show cops they wanted like that was the show it was the one-eyed monster television and people fight over that one-eyed monster and they would fight over that show cops stupid man but anyways so you show irrational thinking to run from police in the first place then we show illogical it's illogical to think that once you get apprehended like they catch you get down get on the ground get on your stomach get on put your hands behind your head it's irrational. It's like the, the cognitive, like what is the reasoning, the critical thinking skills that you can negotiate or wrestle with police when you get in that situation? Now get off of me. Hey, man, watch out my arm. Like, just do it. So you ran from police. Now they roughing you up a little bit, putting their hands, your hands behind their back, your back. You make it 10 times worse when you try to stand up and stick up for yourself. Hey, watch out, man. Like they're going to do it nice and gentle on you. They're going to rough you up. You just ran from them. You're evading arrest. They're pissed off. You got them running hard. They want an easy day. They don't want to do paperwork. They're going to fuck you up. So you make it a whole 10 times, 20 times worse when you start resisting and trying to wrestle with police. So here you are being restrained. You're being handcuffed. Uh, maybe they put your, your, their knee on your chest or your shoulder on your neck. You're in pain. I believe that. I believe that you are hurting. But you were... <laughs> you made this... You made this grown-ass man decision to run from police. Ooh, this is going to make people bad. It's going to make people bad. You made this decision to run from police. Now police get in, you, you get in police custody and they start roughing you up and you cry out for mom. It's bothering me, folks. This is where I get canceled at. This is, I know it too. If, if people made it this far, I'll get canceled. Oh man, so I'm laughing at the fact that I'm I'm speaking my mind. This is the main reason why I created this podcast because on, you know, on social media, like on my other platforms, I'm the licensed professional counselor and I have to stay in the confinement of that professional man, right? And and I'm not allowed to speak my mind openly because I am under the umbrella of my professional license. That is that is being in captivity. Anybody out there who is listening to this podcast, if you cannot publicly speak your mind, you are in captivity under your employer, under the the, the situation, the, the whether it's uh, you're a public figure, you depend on other people for your means of income. If you feel like you cannot speak freely without being, um, you know, unjustly fired or uh, canceled out and you you blackballed I should say not canceled out but blackballed you are in captivity you are a slave to your license you are a slave to your employer you are a slave to um, 
of, of society. Please don't do this to me. Please, please don't, you know, financially hurt me and cancel me out because I speak my truth, my opinion. That That's what they would say. I don't care. Me, not me personally. I'm a different breed. I'm, I'm a little bit different. So, um, so yeah, folks, like, like that right there, those three things, a message to the black man, not just black men, but minorities in general who are living, you know, a risky lifestyle. What does that mean? You don't necessarily follow the law all the time. You may, um, you know, may smoke weed, do other drugs, get drunk, fucked up every now and again. That's a risky lifestyle. There's more to it than that. If we, you know, if we play, if we start, you know, carrying guns and, you know, you, domestic violence, beating up girlfriends, and, like risky lifestyle, folks. So <clears throat> when you live this risky lifestyle and you run from police and you start resisting arrest and you cry out for your mom, look, look it's just stop that, please. Message to black men. Hmm. So let me let me wrap this up because I think 30 minutes of me, you know, ranting about, you know, uh, a position that most people will not agree with. Um, I, I don't I don't think it's unhealthy. And I, I want to, you know, revert back to the disclaimer that I, I did in the last commercial break about, you know, uh, taking care of your mental health. Like some of you all might be triggered because of personal experiences uh, you know, someone was killed, someone was murdered, or it has directly traumatized you because of these killings. And I'm sensitive to that. But at the same time, I do want to share my thoughts on this topic. You know, well, Candace Owens had talked about a uh, George Floyd and how she thought about him. And she got some very bad pushback from, um, con- um, not conservatives, but um, from, from liberals, from uh, progressives. You know, and, you know, those that was her thoughts on the situation. And I'm giving my thoughts about what I'm seeing recurring. I see that families are seeking financial compensation. And I I, maybe there is something legally there where, yes, I, I do believe that they need financial compensation. I don't believe that they should become filthy rich. Twenty seven million. This one's going to be big, too. I don't believe that they should be stupid, filthy rich because of police brutality you're already in my opinion there's justice being served by these people going to prison okay right that's that's your justice when uh jeffrey dahmer check this out when jeffrey dahmer killed all those those people in the 90s and 80s in the 80s and 90s like they didn't receive uh, back then, a stupid amount of money. Even if Jeffrey Dahmer worked for the fire department or a government agency, I'm pretty sure they probably would have sued. But even in that situation, going back to the financial aspect, his father wrote books and uh, went on news shows and all this other stuff. Again, on the tragedy of his child is is making money, is trying to make money. And he did that. He wrote a book and all this other stuff. He had to give a lot of that money to the families. Uh-oh. But anyways, that's a whole nother thing. 
But folks, this this right here, this trending about you know getting rich off of the death of our family members. I just I'm, I'm that's where I'm at with this. Okay, do I feel like they need uh, deserve financial compensation? Absolutely. Especially the more children they have, um, the more money should be uh, delved out for them because that is their father. Um, you know. There's a lot that goes into it, but maybe there's some things behind the scenes in the courtroom that I don't know and I don't consider and I could brush up on. OK, I take responsibility for no, not knowing a lot of the legal aspect of this, what to consider legally. I, I get that. This, that's not my I'm not a civil rights attorney, a lawyer, civil civil justice like that's not my wheelhouse. So I may not know enough about it. But me as I, I just I just I look at this objectively outside looking in and we look at these steps every single time Crump comes in. Um, there's outcry. There's these um, this allegations like this is what happened. This is what happened. This is what happened. What that does is get the public to get on the victim's family side once the public gets on the the side of the families oh shit man now we gotta paint the city has got to shit out dough so that is the point of bringing in crump for the awareness the more publicity he gets the more outcry from the public the more uh outrage and the 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 police uh the the protests i'm sorry the protests that go out there okay let's solve this let's get this money that's what happens we see it every single time this time um and i'm about to wrap up i promise but crump they took the angle that it was so swift and quickly how they arrested these five police officers who were black and there was more arrests that later on happened so um, there the, now the claim is, you know, let's start doing this all the time this swiftly. Right. In the past, it took a long time to arrest these other folks who did the same exact thing on camera or, you know, shot these folks. We saw them, but it took weeks and months for you to arrest them. I get that. I get that. And the consistency needs to be there for sure. 110% I agree with that. So, folks, I I feel like, you know, uh, the moral of the story is the three messages for the black men who continue to, you know, do these things, buck the police, run from police, wrestle with police, and then scream for mom. That needs to stop. So that's the message that I have for you all. But I just wanted to bring the awareness, y'all. Like, does that, what does that mean to you? Tell me, what, what do y'all think about, you know, families receiving financial compensation? Uh, and again, I am agreement. I am in agreeance. Agreeance? Agreement? I am in agreement <laughs> that families should receive con- financial compensation 110%. I just don't, I'm not sure that they should become wealthy, rich off of their, the death of, um, of the family, uh, of their, uh, fam, their loved one. I, I, I'm just not convinced. Okay. That's, that's my position. So, um, you all, this is uh, therapy swag radio. I am your host therapy swag, Jeremiah J Rankins. 
MA, licensed professional counselor in the state of Texas. I already know this instructs some people's emotions and feelings, but you know, I am welcome to receive feedback from you. I want to hear from you. You know, I've said this time and time again, people do not respond. They do not move and react unless you strike their emotions. So I hope I did strike some emotions, but at the same time, I hope you take care of your mental health. And this has not done more damage to your mental health, uh, has not done too much damage to uh, any trauma that you have experienced and re-traumatized you. If so, please revert back to the disclaimer and, um, you know, the, 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 the public service announcement that I made during our commercial break. Thank y'all so much. Therapy Swag Radio. Tune in to our next episode every Tuesday at 7 a.m. It drops. Peace.